Welcome back to the Suresh Podcast. In the last episode, we heard how Guru Hargobin dueled with Mughalas Khan, ending the Battle of Amritsar, chopping him up into two pieces. We heard how they began to clean up, picking up the wounded warriors, taking them to the local village for treatment. Episode 17 now begins describing how it was late afternoon time now. The battle had commenced in the middle of the night, so for about nine hours, this battle raged. And in these nine hours, the entire cavalry army of the emperor who arrived there were finished off. Gruhargaman roamed through the battlefield where there was just great amounts of blood and guts. Bodies piled up on top of each other. Dead horses were there as well. He was combing through the battlefield looking for the wounded warriors. And then he approached Lohgarfort, where he saw the dead 25-6 here. At that point, he said to Bidichand, Bidichand, take some men with you and bring the bodies of these sick warriors back on horses. These sick warriors who fought against the Mughal army so valiantly, collect all their bodies and place them together in one place. Immediately, Bidichand obeyed the command and in taking men with him, he collected all the bodies of the sick warriors who passed away. They were found amongst all the dead Turk bodies as well. That place where the Guru's residence was, on that higher ground, they put all the bodies there. There they had collected many logs of wood that were already cut for Bibi Vito's wedding, for the cooking. They gathered all those pieces of wood and made a big funeral pyre. Guru Hargobind himself went to this area. He sat near where the funeral pyre was being constructed. There were two Sikhs who weren't dead, but were badly wounded. They were brought there as well. Guru Hargobind saw them that they were still alive and he got up. He went towards these two Sikhs who he had such love for. He softly cleaned their face with a cloth and very respectfully said to them, O Mohan and Gopala, you will remain my beloved six for all time. Whatever you desire, let me know. I have not hidden, kept anything away from you at all. I'm saying this while being so happy with you too. Please understand this without any doubt. Anything in the world is yours. If you want to live for longer, if you want to even obtain great kingdoms in this life, let me know. If you desire anything else in the world, enjoy it. Please request it from us now. So one of those two six, Mohan, he heard this and he clasped his hands together and said, Me and Gopala, we used to get together and talk and wish that at the end of our life, you would be there for us, to look at us and that we would be looking at you. This has remained our desire for so long. And at this moment now, we've obtained it. You are the inner knower of all hearts. That's why we haven't died yet. That's why you're gifting us with your divine darshan, sight. What would be a greater gift than this? Yogis, people who perform austerities, painful acts of penance, celibates, devotees, wise scholars, they all desire this blessed sight that you would give at the end of one's life. And with that desire, they enthusiastically perform all their acts of service and devotion. We have no desire, O Master, other than please keep us close at hand in the afterlife. And wherever and whenever you take form again, then keep us near at hand, there as well. Bless us with the mindset of never asking for anything beyond this, your presence, O Guru Hargama. And as for the other warriors who have passed away in this battle, please keep them all in your realm in the afterlife. Guru Hargobind heard this and was extremely pleased. He said, Oh Mohan, you are blessed. You are so paraopakari, so benevolent. 
you will be blessed with everything you asked. Gurhargobind continued to look at them both as they passed away, and then they headed to the afterlife. Blessed, blessed is such a death obtained in this world where one obtains the vision, the sight of the Master Prabhu as they pass away. Guru Hargobin had all the warriors who passed away cleaned, bathed, they all placed new clothes on them. And on that one funeral pyre, all the Gurpais, the brothers of the followers of the Guru, they all were placed together there. And Guru Hargobin himself then lit that funeral pyre. All the warriors obtained the position, the realm of the Guru in the afterlife. Cries and cheers of victory sounded off from everybody's mouth standing around. Great amounts of sandalwood and clarified butter were used in the funeral pyre. In the sky, there were countless chariots, vehicles, which were taking the six to the afterlife. They all reached the realm of the Guru where there's no pain of attachment, arrogance, pride, where there's no youth or old age or pain of death. An eternal position is what they reached, is where they traveled to. So the funeral rites of the warriors continued. Guru Hargobind was sitting there praising them greatly during the entire time, saying, these warriors fought so bravely. After this, Guru Hargobind mounted up with his warriors again and went to Amritsar Sarovar, where they all bathed. They bowed down at Akal Thakat and then went to the Darshnir Diori. They stood in front of Harmandar Sahib and they just bowed down over and over again. The six, the sadhus, the brahmins that were there handling the ceremonies. Guru Hargobind gave them countless charity to them. He then did four prakaramas around Darbar Sahib, so where you walk around in a circle around Darbar Sahib. And in contemplating the Guru, the exalted Guru Nanak, Guru Hargobind bowed down many times. When Guru Hargobind stepped out, the bards were there singing praise of the Guru. Guru Hargobind gave them charity, making them happy. And wherever the bards went, they sang praise of Guru Hargobin. The Guru's battle drums of victory were sounding off and he mounted up again on his horse. They headed in the direction of Jabal where he was so excited and enjoy all along the way. Guru Hargobin, the great divine, then dismounted when he got to that spot his, where his family was staying in Jabal and at that point he went out and gave the command to get all the supplies for the wedding. So he went and he called all the tradespeople, the shopkeepers, the Barnia clans, and he told them, go bring all the required supplies for the wedding. Bring flour, clarified butter, sugar, sweets, all of that. So all these supplies were brought. People started making food for the upcoming wedding that day, that night, which would take place between Bibi Biro and the groom Sadhu. People brought silk clothing. Money was brought in as well. So everything got prepared very quickly. When they had heard that the wedding party of the groom side was approaching, Guru Hargobind then sent out the senior Sikhs and the Masans to greet them. They performed all the familial traditions when bringing the group's family into the village. There were drums, flutes, other instruments being played as well. People were throwing money in the air, letting it rain. The groom looked so beautiful there as he was approaching. So they performed all the familial traditions at that point in setting up the groom side when they had reached in the village, setting up their camp. They all arrested. Everybody looking at the groom was stunned in how handsome he was. Both men and women began praising him, how virtuous and beautiful he looked. So just before the sun set, they called the groom's family to come eat. It was in this evening time that the devtas, the beings from heaven, they came down to earth and took bodily form to go serve the groom's side for the wedding. The six with Guru Hargobind 
who had just fought for the last nine hours, who hadn't slept last night, were extremely tired. They had to go and get rare and heavy items for the wedding. And because of all the battle, all the items that they had already prepped in the wedding in Amritsar were lost. And knowing this, the Devatas came down from heaven, taking the form of men as they approached that area. Some were bringing cots, like beds, couches. Others were bringing carpets and sheets. Others were lighting these large chandeliers, essentially similar as we see today, but with candles. Others were bringing grass for the horses. Other were, others were bringing food for the horses. Some others were bringing butter, sugar, flour. Others were making shardai, a nut drink. Others were sprinkling rose water all around for fragrance. Others were waving fans for people. And in this way, all the seva, all the service was taken care of from the devdas. All the people from the groom's side were placed on beds, cots, on which they placed the finest of cloth and pillows for them, the strings of which were made out of silk. They had this beautiful embroidery on them made out of silver and gold string. The beds were so soft and comfortable, the entire groom's family looked at this and they were so amazed. They filled up all the pots with the finest of waters. It was in the middle of the summer and they drank greatly to refresh themselves. The water was scented with this beautiful scent and the groom's side drinking it was astonished. They were so amazed. When Guru Hargumun at that point sent his own men to serve, they saw that everything was already taken care of. They asked the groom's side, you know, do you need anything? They replied, oh, everybody has everything. Guru Hargumun's men then went back to the Guru and they said, it appears that the Sikhs from the village of Chabal have already come and helped and provided all the service. Whatever was needed had arrived. They even had scented oils, which they were burning. They had greatly fed all the horses and everybody there as well. The Sikhs brought all these fancy supplies just from their house. Guru Hargobind replied saying, this village has that many Sikhs, which have performed all this service for the groom's side. Even then, go check properly. Make sure everybody is taken care of. If they require anything provided for them. The Sikhs clasped their hands together and replied, oh great king, we've asked everyone in every manner they've received everything they need. They're quite satisfied. It looks like Sikhs have come from all the surrounding villages as well. Then the knower of all, Guru Hargobin, understood that it's the Devtas who have come from heaven to perform this seva, this service. And for this reason, Guru Hargobin then became, without any worry, the giver of great peace and happiness. Guru Hargobin began the preparations for the wedding of his daughter, Bibi Viro. That's how chapter 17 concludes. In the next chapter, we're going to hear how the wedding of Bibi Vito unfolds. And that's where we're going to pick up next time. But as always, we'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page.